Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I just love this song. I know. Like, I know. Perfect it's, vibe. It's great. Taking us back vibe. a few episodes is so oh, wonderful. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to After Buzz TV's after show for The Family. And we are discussing tonight episode four titled Feathers or Steel. Um, I am your host, Nadine Dallapella, and you can find me all over social media, Nadine, DP in the number three. And remember to like us here at AfterBuzz TV. Subscribe to us uh, on YouTube. Give us a great rating on iTunes, and uh, stick with us all week. And to my left... Hey, guys. I'm Abby Vega, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. There we are. There yes. we go. All right. Let's so that's just initial thoughts. What did you think about this episode in comparison to, you know, the previous three? You know, it there was a, definitely a couple moments where I, like, jumped. It was a little sca- There were mo- scarier yeah. moments. Um, you know, it focused on different people, I thought, than they have in a... Like, Hank got a lot of time, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we find out Creepy Man has a name. I thought it was a really Details. good episode, you yeah. know. A lot, a lot was going on, though, mm-hmm. but... Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just as good as all the other episodes. The show, I I'm just agree, loving it loving so it. much. I agree with you, and I feel like that this episode too, we see all the characters interacting with each other more, yeah. and you're seeing them become more of just like individual characters to like working in teams or just seeing the type of angst that has developed over the years between them. Mm-hmm. So, 100. percent All right, let's dive into it. Let's, let's first it. talk about the two characters that obviously butt heads all the time, Claire and Hank. Yes. So we start off this episode with this crazy, creepy scene and have Claire kind of narrating us through it and it's a house that was broken into and you can clearly see that it's the Warren's house and they end with a shot of blood and I don't know for me yeah. I was like maybe someone just cut their hand I didn't think that something crazy was going to happen with it but I mean obviously we see at the end yeah um, but a great thing that that Claire said as that scene was progressing she said um, if they cut you open, what would they find? Feathers or steel? Yes, I wrote that down too because I'm like, that's where the yeah. obviously the title of the episode came from, and I thought that was just a really kind of mm-hmm. cool quote because yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very quote. interesting. And they dove that right into a scene from years in the past of her and Hank at the jail, and she's visiting Hank there, and she basically is like kind of telling him like that, hey, I'm mayor now. You you have to see me. You yeah. can't put me on your not see list anymore. And I mean, it just, it, that whole scene, it just shows what a devastated mother would, would feel. She's just like, where's his body? Give me his yeah. body. Where's his body? I want a burial. And I just thought it was interesting the way that Hank was responding back to her. Oh, yeah. He just kept saying, yeah. can't help you with that. Can't help you with can't. that. And I thought it was really good that they showed this, too, because they hadn't really touched on that fact, because I think we mentioned one of the first episodes were like, you know, did they have a you know, funeral and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, without a body, because they said that he killed him, but 
no body was mm -hmm. ever found. And so it, it makes sense that Claire wanted some closure, you know? She's yeah. like, I want a body. I'm not going to just bury a, a ca an empty casket. Exactly. So I thought that was good that they showed that. Yeah, but it just still, it angers me with Hank, the fact that he's still playing this card sort of, of yeah, well, you guys all assume that I killed him, mm -hmm. and I admitted that I killed him, but I'm still not going to even tell you where the body is, when he knows in reality he never killed anyone or didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because he... To me, it's like he's almost taunting her. Mm -hmm. he, like, he knows he didn't. But in my head, too, he maybe is like, they put me here. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm going to, you know, yeah. get a little revenge of my own. I'm not going to tell them anything they want to hear. Yeah. And he kind of just taunts her with it. Yeah, I know, which I just think is crazy because you see that he has some type of, you know, love for Adam in a sense or care yeah. for Adam. So why would you do, you know what I mean? If you really cared about the kid or maybe it's just, you know, his whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, so we see a lot of these flashbacks that go back to the jail. And I think one of the, the craziest that we see is how Claire basically kind of put a hit on Hank yeah. at the prison and basically told her security guard, yeah, in, like, in minimal words and just, you know, eye contact, yeah, go do something about, about him, this, yeah. this guy that killed my son. It was crazy because, well, I noticed, too, these flashbacks before it had usually just been 10 years back, mm -hmm. and now they're progressing to only eight years back, so it's, like, two years down. And, yeah, they show Claire hiring the guy on her campaign, mm -hmm. or, like, hiring her now because she's mayor, and it's weird because I was still surprised. I shouldn't be surprised by anything that Claire does anymore. No. And sneaky, I, sneaky woman. When you know, it's kind of implied that she, this guy, because she's like besides hurting inmates, you know, what yeah. else do you do? So at that point, I'm like, he did something to Hank. Of course. Um, and this was right after too. I don't know if you remember, Hank was hanging something, and you see a like a cut on his back, and I thought that, and I was like, what, what is, is that, that? going to yeah. be about? And then you. That flashes to the scene of him in prison. What happened where he got his knife stabbed? Yeah, probably. and what, what, what was in his sandwich? I don't know. I was going to ask was you thinking, that. Because he bled. Yeah. I was. I didn't know if it was a razor or something. It must have been something that cut him. Because when I first saw it, I thought maybe he had like swallowed something that was starting to make him throw yeah. up blood. I thought maybe it was like a throw up blood type thing. But then once, you know, he was just kind of backing up. He was still conscious. Yeah, was and like, then uh -oh. you see the guy coming up with the Oh, the yeah, knife. and the security guards are looking away. Everyone's like, yeah. oh, nothing's happened. So I didn't think that she would go that low. Like, that it's, is... Nothing surprises me with her. And, yeah. But it was... Funny, because then, obviously, you know, because they subtly showed that scar mm -hmm. when he was hanging. I, like, barely noticed it, because uh -huh. it was kind of dark, but I'm like, that's going to come into play. Yeah. Came into play, I think, like, the next scene is yeah. when they showed that she kind of put How the target on him. And oh, exactly. And now that he's out of jail, she's still putting a target on yes. him. So at the press conference, she looks at the camera and calls him a monster to, yeah. the, to everybody. And so what happens is, now, when he's sleeping... By the way, let's talk about this scene really quickly. When he's sleeping, he hears this loud noise, yes. and he wakes up, and he goes downstairs. If I knew that people already in town were, like, very not fond of me, would, like, would you go downstairs? Or I, would you stay upstairs and call the cops right away? I think right I'd away? call the cops, but that's a not Hank. Yeah, You know, okay. Hank's kind of got that, like, mysterious, weird thing where he's kind of creepy and mm -hmm. scary himself. Uh -huh. So I don't think he has that, like... Uh, reserve in doing that, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was like, they started that off with a bang. I was like, yeah. obviously, you know, they show someone threw something out his window. I don't know, because the window was open. So, I was thinking someone was going to be in the house, no one was in the house, and yeah. all we saw was writing outside. So, maybe they just did that to get his attention, yeah. just to scare him. I don't know what it was, but yeah, so big letters, monster, Yeah, written on, me, on the garage just wall. poor Hank. You're still poor Hank? Yes, I'm still poor Hank. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, definitely after you see more that this family put him through, mm -hmm. you know, Claire, I felt like is 
well, back then, and I feel like still now, is going to stop at nothing to make sure that he has no normal life mm -hmm. whatsoever. And even though he's done bad things, like we said, it's just, I mean, yeah. at some point, leave the guy alone. Like, mm -hmm. let him at least try to live his life, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe something but, like that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, and then the scene with Hank when he's cleaning off the monster on the garage, the words that are written there, and then all of a sudden Adam comes up. And that entire scene, Hank doesn't even make eye contact with Adam. Doesn't even look at him. Yeah. It's just like, please get away, please get away. And Adam is still just like, like, what, what you doing, bud? Like, how are you not, like, this is the man that was in jail for, I, I understand you're captured for 10 years and stuff, and you're a little, you know, not with it right now, but you should know not to go over there and I like, know. chat with him. And then, that, like I said, the parents, I knew the parents, obviously, someone was going to catch Adam over there, and it just, you feel for Hank, because he's sitting there the whole time, well, I feel for Hank, <laughs> you know, he's sitting there the whole yeah. time knowing, like, this, no good's going to come from you being here, like, mm -hmm. and he tries to tell Adam that, Adam's just not getting it, mm -hmm. the parents see it, which results in... The restraining order. The restraining order. Yeah. yeah, which I think, I mean, I, I think that's kind of valid. Yeah, I, under, I understand if, if that. If a parent looking mm -hmm. down and seeing that scene in your mind, you're like, uh-oh, he brought my son over here. It's kind of old memory yeah. sparking again. Um, but I, it's also hard, like a restraining order from your neighbor that's 100, he's like 100, he's like, well, don't go past the tree. You well, know, it's with, like, what are those with limits? That, with that, though, too, with, you know, understanding for a parent, at the same time, John... John knew the whole time that it wasn't Hank. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess it's one of those things where just maybe, like, John set him up. Yeah, so, John wanted it to be him. But he, just, but he never got the, the admission. But I don't know if I, if I believe that John completely thought he was innocent. I yeah. think that John thought he did it, but they just needed that proof. And yeah, so that's him and, true. And him and Willow were the little, little team that got that yeah, done. Yeah, and Claire definitely was, I feel like, the motivator of the restraining order. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, of course that's Claire. That's Claire. Claire's for sure. Just, you know, she's a little weasel with that. Yeah, but she is. To end this whole Hank topic, uh, our, the final scene of the episode, absolutely crazy. That, we see we see Hank just you know standing there looking looking inside. What I noticed the Warren's house. Yeah. What was to me a very big like symbol and kind of uh, was when he took a step past the tree, because that was one thing they said. He's like, these are my neighbors. And the guy said, just don't go past the tree. Mm -hmm. And it was a very another quiet moment between Hank and John. Mm -hmm. But he takes that one step, and you know something's yeah. going to happen. Something's and he even breathes. Yeah. You see him like, take that, he goes... Like, take yeah. this, like I'm, I'm liberated right now, exactly. doing something a little wild, etc., etc. And with that, too, is yeah. this happens after... Um, Hank met with an attorney to try to sue the Warrens mm -hmm. and was pretty much turned down. Mm -hmm. So I think now, too, him doing that step is even bigger. Yeah. Because it's like he knows now the law's not going to help him take these people down. So to me, it was Hank being like, he's, I'm going to have to take these matters yeah. into my own hands to get justice because that's what he wants. He's getting that revenge that you were talking about yes. before. They, so I think this was an episode of Hank's revenge. And that's why I was very kind of shocked at the end to see with that blood trail actually yes. led to Hank being I there on the floor. I was shocked. And they had the... My mind was blown. Yes, was and they had the job. Adam Warren mm -hmm. bat... The AW so, battling there, yeah. I am... Very symbolic. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I have no idea because they show Hank and John having eye contact. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can imagine is, because is it the Warren's house? 
Uh, no, it's Hayes, Hayes House. house. Okay. So in the beginning, it clearly looked like it was the Warren's yeah. house. And then all of a sudden, that's what it confused us. Because yes. that's why I figured, I assumed it was John at the end that was lying there on the floor. But no, it's actually Hank there. So, I mean, we can get into, like, prediction. I mean, it's not really a prediction, but no. to think about what happened. I mean, if I'm John, and I'm laying there, and I kind of hear noise outside, and I look outside my window. And, and Hank is just, you know, lasered-eyed focused <laughs> yeah. on my house. I'm sure a lot of rage came into him, and that bat he was using with Adam earlier just set him off. But so. I think that's what they want you to think. So yeah. that's what makes me think it's got to be something, something else. else. Yeah. But then at the same time, you never know. Maybe they do decide to do one thing that's very predictable. Yeah. But with this show, I'm thinking not. <laughs> They're like, uh-oh, no, so, no, can't be that easy. <laughs> I don't know. And Hank's not dead because mm -hmm. you see him in the previews for next episode. Yeah. So that, I mean, something's going to... We're going to catch who did this, obviously, mm -hmm. unless he completely doesn't remember. Mm -hmm. But I think they want you to believe it's Sean. But mm -hmm. in my head, something's telling me that it wasn't. It wasn't John. Yeah, Maybe something's telling else? me it's not. Oh, wow. That's but an I interesting thought who. on it. But yeah, I'm thinking it's not John, because I think that's just way too easy. Maybe it's Adam. We can get into predictions yeah, about this. we'll okay. do this later. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. But speaking of Adam, <laughs> um, we can talk a little bit about, you know... Adam's role this this episode, yes. which was obviously still on the creepy side. Yes, always which, creepy. Which, you know, I mean, it's good to, you know, keep up with how you are, your character. Yeah, keep You're creep, creep, man. So, uh, but we finally see, we saw in previews last week, we finally see that moment when he looks at the iPad and he, they're like, is this the guy that captured you? And when he does, he drops the iPad and he has that kind of that anxiety attack. Yeah. It was a real genuine moment there. In the what? previews, I didn't find it to be so real. I thought he was faking it. But in that scene, in that moment, I felt that that was real. And I was like, well, once again, is it him or is it not him? And Danny's sitting there on the top of the stairs watching down, looking down. Mm -hmm. and he even felt that it was kind of a genuine thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know anymore. I go back and forth. Like, I'm... Still pretty set that it's not him because I'm like, where are they going to go with the show? I mean, who knows? But yeah. I, it was a very genuine moment. You know, mm -hmm. he had that freak out, but it was just weird still to me. I don't know. And also with Adam in this episode with Hank, I find him to be the least creepy when he's around Hank. Yeah. He seemed very comfortable just like going up to him and... and normal in a sense. Yeah. yeah, normal. I don't know if it's because Hank and him are kind of similar personalities or mm -hmm. something. But, yeah, for the most part, Adam still just creeps me out, and I I don't think it's him. Or there's just something more to it. Maybe it is him, but maybe there's more to the story. Yeah. Well, what I think it was what happened with Hank was that we actually heard him speak. We didn't really hear Adam no. talk that much. And so we heard, like, a line or two from Adam. I think that's what made him more humanized and mm -hmm. not as, you know, stoic or creepy. Because um, whenever he's with his actual family, I feel like they're just all pop, 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 on him, kind of, and he's just, you know... Just sitting yeah. there taking and soaking it all in. So maybe that sure. was the reason why, you know, the Hank thing felt more like a yeah. like a friendship. But um yeah, so so let's discuss the house code the house code oh my gosh. scene with John. Yeah. So Adam is like, Hey dad, how does this house code work, basically? And he's like, No, 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 Adam, don't worry about it. I'm gonna protect you. He's like, Yeah, but he's very adamant about getting what that passcode oh. is for the house, which is very creepy. Very creepy I... to me. And he finds out it's it's actually his birthday mm -hmm. or the actual numbers for that. And as soon as he finds that out, he runs up to his room, writes it down on a piece of paper, and then tucks it away with that key. So what is going on, bud? I have a far-fetched theory. Okay. Well, actually, it? maybe it's not that far-fetched. So to me, with him writing his writing it down, mm -hmm. 
was kind of weird because to me he was rushing to write it down and it's like it's your birthday why mm -hmm. are you writing it down so that was another thing like maybe it's not Adam it's not his birthday because you yeah. know because that's something because obviously obviously if someone tells you a code to your birthday mm -hmm. you're gonna easily remember that you don't need to rush and write it down of course and then the way he tucked it away with the key made me think that maybe this key like I said this is very far-fetched yeah but maybe this key gets into the Warren house and the reason he put the code with it is because he's gonna give it to someone allowing them to get in and not have the alarm go off. But why would that key? That's a great theory. That's that's, that's, that's kind that's of brilliant. That's all I could really it's think. Kind of, kind of brilliant. <laughs> but my my kind of question back to you is why was the his house key to his home in the brick yeah. in the bunker? See, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's like, like I mean, no, that's a valid like a yeah. reasoning and a, a good track to go down. Um, but yeah, and then because when I first saw that he was writing down the birthday, and I was like, okay, well, maybe he just needed to know what his birthday was. I was like, but no. But if you're going in to pretend to be someone, the first the first you two things you birthday. know are your name and your birthday, and then maybe your social security number if you're like pretty yeah. smart, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three main things in life that'll keep you good. Um, so then, yeah. So it, it it's definitely to give to someone. Yeah. Thousand percent. Because another thing, like with what I said, that wouldn't make sense. Because if if he knew the house key was down there, he could have just gotten the code and not had to go get the. Key. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe the key's going somewhere else. I don't know. It's so weird, and I'm really curious to when they're going to bring more light to the key because the last couple episodes, they've shown it briefly, but obviously Adam doesn't talk. He doesn't interact with someone, so mm -hmm. it's more of them just showing that it's still there, and then now this code's involved with it. Who knows? Because I don't think the... I mean, he didn't just happen to just wrap it around the key. He put it with the key for a reason. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm really, really curious. And hit it under something. Yeah. And and speaking of him hiding stuff, I thought when Bridie <gasps> entered, find his, entered his bedroom, I thought that that's what she was going to discover. Same. And it was going to be this whole, yes, finally we know what the key is there yeah. for. But she, you know, she just yeah. took a dirty old Q-tip instead. I that I, girl. I actually thought that, too. I was yeah. like, that's what she's going to find. Like, yeah. So how shocked were you um, in the scene when Bridie and Danny come down um, after a night of fun, it looks like, I was, and comes to the family's, to the kitchen? I was like, dying at the line because they're all, like, silent. Mm -hmm. Like, who is this girl? And then right when he said, what's the line? It's okay, she's not a hooker. She's not a hooker, And then yeah. they're like, oh! Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you want some coffee? Like, we remember. Obviously, Willow was kind of like, are you guys kidding? Or she's made some comment. But it was yeah. funny. It's like, oh, she's not a hooker. And they're like, oh, thank oh, God. Oh, thank God she's not a hooker. But my, like, why wouldn't they remember who Bridie is? If that was the girl that Danny was with the day that Adam got kidnapped, yeah. I'm sure she was questioned a lot, too, about what they saw, who was together. She's not going to remember who Bridie is? Yeah. I, mean, I get it. Ten, Ten years, years later. later. People change But you, a lot. you yeah. hear that name, because they first said Bridie. And yeah, they it's a very looked. distinct name. So yeah. that, yeah. I don't know. Come on. She's very memorable. Yeah, Come she on. Was. She's and great. I, I thought it was just kind of ballsy, too, that he's just, like, bringing girls back to shack. At oh, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> there it like, I mean, he's already, like, an alcoholic. And like, wasn't she, like, wearing his sweatshirt? That was, like, just, or, like, he was, she seemed yeah. to be wearing, like, his clothes. I'm like, that's kind of ballsy of her, too, to just, like, waltz into the kitchen. And just to do that. Yeah, I mean, they're like, playing yeah. that up a lot, but yeah. I mean, I think it's, that's the smartest thing to do, though, is to start getting her acclimated to the house if they're both trying to work yeah. together as a team to figure out whether or not Adam is who he is. And that's why I was kind of confused when Danny and Bridie got into kind of a, of a little fight that she, like, went back and, like, got the DNA and all that stuff because I thought the plan was for like her to basically have a, more eyes on the house and have a fresh perspective of what's going on so if you're gonna let her in let her in to kind of yeah. kind of do what you guys have set out to, to, to do so. I think it was more because after that scene where Danny saw Adam react to that man 
you know, he kind of started questioning and feeling almost maybe a little guilty that he's not believing this is Adam. Mm -hmm. And he expressed those thoughts to her, and she kind of ignored it and went behind, went his, back. behind his back, you mm -hmm. know, because there's, but I think in his head, it's like they're in it together. And if he says drop it, it's dropped because it's his family. And she didn't. She's like, I'm doing this for my job. Yeah. And I think he kind of took that the wrong way. And he's like, I told you to drop this. And mm -hmm. she didn't and snuck around. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, if you're going to make a pact, you make a pact, Danny. Yeah. You know, like kind of. And they, that's what they did at the end of last episode when they kind of, yeah. you know, decided they were going to work together. So it just got, it's got to be hard, Danny. though. Oh, it's a sticky it's, it's his family, you know? Yeah. And so. He doesn't want to cross them in any way. He he thought it was a good idea when he thought he was doing the right thing, but yeah. now that he's kind of thinking he could be wrong, iffy about it. You know, he doesn't mm -hmm. want his family to find out he's digging into all this if mm -hmm. it's if he's thinking something else now. Yeah, I don't and, know. Well, I, I get it. I'm excited to see what the DNA test has to come back as because Same. we see in the previews that Bridie says she has the results. Yeah, and I was like, am I not going to know the results for another two episodes now? Because you guys are teasing or I know, know it. I know. But like, do you think they're gonna surprise us that much? Like so soon on in the season? They might. I mean, it's episode five. It's about. I don't know. Halfway. I think they could, and yeah. I think that could maybe just change the whole plot. You mm -hmm. know, for the rest of the season. Yeah. You never know. Another twist. Yeah, it another, could. Another shake, and then the interaction though when Bridie <sighs> actually does come. To the with house Willa. with Willa. Yeah. And Willa is being like, uh-uh, honey. Like, I can see right through you. I know what's happening with you. Asking her a thousand questions. And Bridie kind of sneakily gets away with, you know, doing what she's doing there. Yeah, um, I, thought, I thought that was a little too easy, the way that that played out. The way that she was able to get in and out. Yeah. I mean, Willa knew it was up, but it's also like, how do you... Because, you know, obviously they needed a way for Bridie to get this something to test the DNA so they had to like make it so she could get in there mm -hmm. and obviously Willow was right outside the room so yeah. she knew but to me it was almost I think Willow's character wouldn't have let her go in any room by herself yeah. I think Willow would have been right next to her like all right Get your phone. Here's but phone. obviously she needed to get something. She needed to. But then it's just a twist at the end that that we see that Willow's kind of having this fantasy about Bridie. Yes. And oh my God, I that maybe Willa is only being like a little standoffish to Bridie because in the morning she woke up and saw her brother had spent the night with her and maybe she yes. was a little jealous and that's why I, that I, anger came out. That or, literally slipped my mind. Yeah, so so it was a very weird twist yes. in that relationship of what's happening. Yeah, then. because obviously Willa too is very religious mm -hmm. and it's while she's praying that they show this this fantasy of her and Bridie. Yeah, of her and Bridie together. And so that just makes me think, okay, well, maybe she's just... A little jealous. Jealous more than actually trying to be too protective. I don't know. That's yeah, going to be a very, because, a, a very interesting... Yeah, because they show her, kind of, Willa, confronting Danny, being like, mm -hmm. you know, she's a reporter, like, watch out for her. Yeah. So that could be two different things now. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Right? It's That's like, it could saying. be her being protective, like, this girl's just trying to get in you know, get more information, but now, yeah, it could be, she's like, I don't want to see my brother with him. Yeah, because they wouldn't show that scene if it, you know, what yeah, didn't mean something. it definitely means something, and so. I think it always also just shows that little more about Willa that we don't know, mm -hmm. you know, that maybe she has, like, a confused sexuality, or yeah. maybe she just, you know, yeah. she maybe she is lesbian, yeah. and it just hasn't been touched on yet, so yeah, kind of an interesting side of her that yeah. we haven't seen. But it's the fact that it's with Bridie. Yeah. What is that connection there? I don't know. It's talking Maybe about something yeah. happened back. 
Maybe. But mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, they were like 13. Yeah. Like 15. But maybe in, in the flashbacks, they're progressively getting eight years back. Oh, years so maybe back. something more recent. So maybe something more recent happened that we just don't know about yet. Possibly. That's a very, I mean, I'm sure oh. that could have happened. We're going to figure it out, yeah. though. Promise you. Yeah, we'll it'll definitely come out. back for sure. <laughs> so speaking of other, you know, crazy love triangles, I guess, we can talk about the love triangle of Nina and John and Claire. Yes. And we really we really dive into a lot of, you know, the past history of the affair, etc. Um, I'm not too much of a fan of knowing anymore about how their marriage was broken after Adam, you know, kind of left. And I don't know. For me, I'm kind of, I'm bored of all of it. Like, we already knew that Claire knew that Nina and John were together. So that yeah. scene of her, of them kissing by the tree and Claire's in the car crying, it's like, yeah, well, we, we already knew that you had found out and you still stayed with him. I don't know. I just, I didn't need to see any more of all that. Yeah. I I'm I getting mean, a little over that kind of triangle there. For that, to me, I think, because I feel like, what was the episode when they sat, sat on the bench or whatever and that's like where it began? Mm-hmm. I think this it was, was last just, episode, yeah, yeah, I think this was just important because... It showed Claire finding out that this is more than just enough, like more than just like a mess around because we're going through this hard time. Like they're having Christmas together, mm-hmm. and she had found that gift that he didn't give her, so it made you believe that he gave it to Nina. Yeah, but he didn't. Whatever. But I think you know, I don't think it probably needs to go much more into like Nina and John's past growing relationship. But yeah. I thought it was interesting to see it because. Like I said, Christmas. Like, that's... I mean, and it showed Claire having kind of big emotions about it. Because now I feel like she's so cold about the situation. Mm -hmm. But it showed that back then, you know, they were going through a hard time. And when she saw that, she kind of broke down. Yeah. I thought it showed... A different level to Claire but like yeah I don't think I need to see you know any I mean? more on it like yeah. you know what happened but I thought it was important to show that side of Claire as well as her finding out that it was it was more than just yeah. some random girl he was messing around with that was gonna end yeah well that, that showed a relationship well, then maybe that's why uh in present day when she sees after Nina is like about to go to a press conference to give like the applause for killing that guy um, she basically tells her that she's just one out of many and to stop yeah. sleeping with her husband. I'm, but it took her eight years to say that. So does she really care or is it just because she's running for governor now that she wants to make sure that he's all tied up and he's not has any loose ends that could cost them anything? Yeah. And she specifically says that you're just one of many, you know, that want to get in his pants because he lost a kid type deal. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting you made that comment and then she also, you know, kind of tied that in. Yeah. what you're thinking there. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but yeah. But and I know. also thought that um, when they showed that preview, I thought it was like I didn't realize it was going to be a present day thing where she's like, "I know you're sleeping with my husband." Yeah, I thought it was going to be a past thing for some reason, but I was wrong. Yeah, but that's why I was like, so it took you eight years to confront to say her. something. Yeah, and it happens to be right before a press conference where you're going to be fake anyway. Yeah, so it's like, all right, well, honey, you're doing that because of governor, whatever, Claire. Ugh. Claire is Claire will be Claire. Yes, uh, but yeah, but talking with Nina, Nina, this episode, you know. Got a little crazy. It did. Got a it little got... crazy with her her gun action there. Yeah. Um, and I just love how they, they, they made a point to show how she's always eating those bars. <laughs> because it just shows like how like great of like a worker and a hard worker she is and she's so dedicated to the yeah. case and the job. And just like just touching upon the fact that she's just chewing these bars all the time. I just loved it. Yeah. I was like, you know, typical working hard lady yeah. twenty sixteen, you gotta do that. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Understandable. Um, yeah, but uh but Nina obviously spots um, 
spots the van that they think this newest abductor, um, well, they think it's the old abductor, but they think that this is where the newest abductee is with with the creepy man, um, finds that van and and goes into the motel and shoots the wrong guy. Craziness. I mean, it was weird to me before they even showed, like, the after fact that she mm-hmm. just saw this his gun on the table, so she knew he, he wasn't armed. It was very weird to me. I think I wrote WTF. <laughs> she did that. When like, in doubt. <laughs> why'd she do that? Yeah. I was like, why would you just shoot this guy? Because, first of all, now you can't question him about any, like, it was just weird to me how she went about that, and they obviously touch on that, mm-hmm. how that was not the right thing to do, but... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the it right was thing to do, but I understand it, though. Like, you finally, after all these years, are in the room, you, fi- you find the boy that's been abducted at the park, and you find him tied against the bed. You know that that's the van outside, or, or it's supposed to be the van outside of, of Creepy Man, and you see a gun on the table, and he's inside. And this is your only moment for the past 10 years you've ever been with this guy. And you are kind of alone with him. And all the hell that he's put the Warrens through yeah. and her through. And, I mean, I could see in that moment just, I mean, I couldn't yeah. personally. But, I mean, I could see how emotions could get in the way and clout your judgment of, of what sure. you really do with that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, luckily they were her and the FBI dude, FBI agent. Clements. <laughs> Clements? Detective is that is it now? Clements. Clements. Yes. Okay. So I don't. I forget his first name. He's but not Clements. FBI agent anymore. No. All right. Dr. Clements. And I kind of like, Detective too, Clements. how um, you see them. They seem to be getting closer to me. They bonded. They Bonding, even on just the way looking, taking this lead to find the van, they just seem to be bonding, and I'm kind of curious to where that relationship will go. I wonder any romantic. I don't, I don't think so because he had mentioned about his husband. He did, yeah, in the car ride. I think you missed that part. (laughs) I missed that part. Yeah, you missed that part. Scratch when they're talking about you know honey and 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 enzymes and and the the bars. Okay, then never mind. Yeah, so I don't. I think a great friendship may come of it, but who knows? Maybe romance. That's so funny. I did not. (laughs) There's so much happening. You don't need to care about the romance anymore. Okay. No romance there. No romance there. (laughs) No romance. But no. But they. I mean, they're they're bonded for a long time now. They both covered up kind of a murder in a sense. But. But they show the sheriff knows. Oh yeah, I mean everyone. Chief, sheriff, whatever. They know. Probably chief. Knows probably, probably chief. Yeah. <laughs> sheriff, chief, like a small then, town. I feel like. Then sheriff, you know. Yeah. Detectives in between there somewhere. Um, oh. Yeah, it's all right. I'm a little spilzy. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, but they. So now they're they're really intertwined together, and I love seeing them working as a team because in the beginning, you know. He, he brought her along, but this episode, she was the one driving, and yeah. she was the one in charge. And I feel like in the past episodes, it's kind of been him taking the reins. Mm-hmm. Um, so just add a girl, Nina. Yeah, Nina that for was that. good. And, uh, you know, happy that uh, she was able to get her badge back yes. and all that. Yay, Nina. So, yeah. So now I think we should talk about Mr. Creepy Man, whose real name is Doug. Doug. So let's, yes. let's touch on Doug a little, because now we're starting to get a lot of kind of backstory and, and what's going on with him. Because last episode, we had that creepy scene where he came into the kitchen, and his wife, was, who we find out to be his pregnant wife, was like chopping up stuff. Yeah. He's just standing there, and we find out, oh, he has a family. And this time, we find out that his, his wife isn't all there, you know? She's... She kind of trusts him a little bit, a little bit too much than we would like as, as viewers yeah. for her to trust him. Um, but yeah, so we, we just see, you, do you still believe that he is the man that, that's abducting them? Or do we think that we're being led? Because I'm feeling now that maybe we're kind of being told that this is him, but maybe it's not no, actually like him. I, I think I said this last time, I, 
I think, I don't think he's the one who had Adam. Obviously, he's not the one who kidnapped the other kid. It ended up being the kid's mom's ex-boyfriend mm -hmm. that Nina shot. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, obviously, he's involved some way, but I think, like I said, too obvious. Mm -hmm. They're making it too, they want you to believe he, it's him, because when Adam sees the picture and stuff, so that's what kind of throws me off. Like, Adam saw him in the picture, and that's how he had the reaction, but at the same time, it just doesn't, something's off. Something doesn't add up, and I think we're like, we want to believe that in that shed, that where those stairs go down to, that there's another little boy down there, there's something happening there. But maybe it's not at all, and maybe that's where, like, this whole conspiracy with Claire, and maybe it's his whole operations happening down there. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what's happening with him. But I just, his wife is just so gullible. Like, come on, honey. Like, you know when your husband's, like, acting off the rocker. And it's, it's crazy how they set everything up. Like, when he leaves, and then that's right, when Nina and them see the van, and then I knew it wasn't going to be him in the hotel. Uh -huh. I. I was like, that's, I thought so. I, I was, was really excited. Be him. I was like, see, I'm on, like, they're not him. gonna catch him. And then, of course, he, because why was he in the picture with the van? Yeah, that's what's kind of throwing me off. It's they have him with the van that was at the hotel. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just a coincidence. He was walking by this van. Yeah. That but happened to be the boyfriend of the yeah, other guy. Yeah, didn't you think that was weird how they had him in the picture with the van of the, whoever kidnapped the well, other little boy? he may have been there at that motel, yeah. you know? No one's saying he wasn't at the motel. Yeah, he just true. wasn't in the room with that. Maybe it was like a pure coincidence that he was there. Maybe he was mentoring this guy on how to abduct kids or as messed up as that is. Like, there, he could have still been there. And you know? something else with Doug, I don't know why I'm saying quotes because that's his actual name, but to me, he's <laughs> still creepy man. guy. Creepy man. But what was weird to me was I don't quite remember, but when they went to show him the picture, Adam, the picture of uh -huh. him, was Detective Clements with her? Uh, yes, they were both there. Okay, because what I'm confused on is how when they went, they came back to tell him, you know, it wasn't him, this guy mm -hmm. was in jail, all this stuff. Detective Clements was talking about a completely different guy, and they didn't establish to the family that the guy in the picture wasn't the same guy. Did that make any sense? No, uh, kind of. Like, they didn't establish what? What okay. didn't they establish? So Detective Clements shows up to tell the family, you know, we found this guy at the motel, we found the kid, but there's no way it's the kid who, the guy who did kidnapped Adam yeah, because yeah. he was in prison for different things. But they never said, but it's not the guy in the picture. True. You know what I mean? They never touch on that. So that's what made me think it was kind of weird that was, they didn't say that. Because together, wouldn't yeah. they still maybe go look for the guy in the picture since Adam had that reaction? Well, yeah, I mean, I think they're still, they're, they're finding out that that's the guy who did it because of Adam's reaction, but they're basically just telling them, hey, like, we got close, we found the van, but the guy that she killed is a completely separate thing, okay. had nothing to do with it. Yeah, he looks kind of similar to the guy in the picture, but we realize it's not him because he's been in jail. Okay. So I think that's kind of what they were trying, it was a little confusing. Yeah, I got a little confused Because they're talking about different, you know, abductors, and I think that's why I just... Yeah. Yeah. Lines that was, and words. It got a little confusing got for, a little, for a second, but... A little blurry there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as much as I don't like, like, talking about Doug or seeing Doug, it's kind of interesting to see the mind inside someone like this, you know what I mean? Like, the, the craziness that you can kind of portray a normal life, in a sense, and it scares me. No, it scares it's... the, you know, so the Jesus out of me. It is so scary, you know? because, you know, his wife... I mean, obviously, she's a little, like... Yeah. Like... A little gullible. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, she's in love with him. You know, like, the fact that 
your husband could be doing, or husband boyfriend, they've never even really clarified that, have they? Uh, uh, either know. way, they're yeah. having a baby together, yeah. they live together, that they could have this completely separate life. And obviously he's doing something, whether it's regarding kidnapping kids or whatever, he's doing something she, he doesn't want her to know about. Yeah. Because he, and he straight up goes, don't go in the shed. Most wife, wives would be like, uh, oh, I'm going in the shed. Well, like, she did though. She does yes. end up going. But how did he it creepily while, already have though. that set up? Yeah. You That's know? what I'm saying. It's He's definitely going out of his way to hide this from her. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know what it is that what he's it hiding. Is. Yeah. I can't. Well, why don't we make some predictions right now okay. while we're trying to figure it out? Yeah. And now, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> so, what are we predicting is in that shed? Start off with that, and then we can go to our normal stuff. Oh my stuff. gosh, I haven't even, like, thought about what's in the shed. I can't even process what could be in the shed, because like, I, like we've said, I think they want you to think that there's a boy or something going on. But mm-hmm. to me, ooh. You know Ooh. what I think? What? Tell what me, girl. If maybe this is kind of dumb. I don't know why he would be doing this, but maybe he has just maybe he on his own is trying to. This is so probably not. What, it. Is, what is he? What is he doing? Maybe he down there has yeah. this whole kind of thing. Maybe he's trying looking into it and trying uh-huh. to figure out what's going on. And maybe he has like all the, the I picture like all the newspaper clippings of like Adam and everything that's been covering the case. And you know. Maybe he's trying to figure out he's trying to what's solve going the murder on. Maybe, to, or maybe, the abduction. yeah. I mean, probably so not. So creepy guy's a good guy. I, cause I just like I said, <laughs> they're making him seem like he's yeah. so bad and yeah. creepy. That leads me to think the opposite. Mm-hmm. But maybe he is just bad and creepy. But maybe yeah. down there he's got his own little project going on. Yeah, that has nothing to do with kidnapping, but something to do with the whole maybe with Claire running yeah. and. I don't know. Well, that's what I was going to say is I think that there's some type of tie with her and him together that we haven't seen yeah. yet. And I really would, I need to go back and look at her reaction to that photo of the van and to see if she has any reaction of, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. like I recognize him or not. Because that'd be very, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and I'm going to watch it again. Because if there's a, some type of connection or, or emotional, because I feel like this this uh, series, you just, you see, they talk with their expressions and their faces a yeah, lot. And you they can do. understand a lot from that. So, so I, want, I want to see if there's a correlation because maybe down in his little bunker area, um, he has stuff that's just helping Claire out and helping her yeah. win the, the governancy. Govern- well, because with my prediction, I think last week I was saying that, you know, I think that he's involved, but I think he's helping Claire. Mm-hmm. I think he's helping Claire. Like, um, I think she's kind of maybe keeping him on the loop on stuff that's going on so he was able to get rid of the car and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was my prediction from last week, and I'm thinking maybe that could still be part of it, that yeah. they have this whole secret thing operation going, and he's kind of the one that's just harboring all the, the evidence, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. keeping her area clean oh my gosh it's it's too much my mind it just could like, be it, it, it's it could crazy. be i mean I, as you talk my mind is going like well what about this this is in this now so many different options oh, so many things that can happen um and then i don't know i just i think that john isn't gonna actually go to jail jail for the assault um, i don't think he did the assault i well he there's footage in the previews of him getting his mugshot, et cetera et cetera with that um I've been saying that word a lot today. I mean, you really need to stop with it. I don't know why I'm doing that. Yeah, you're like, I noticed you have been. It's no, really I annoying. Did it. It's just funny. Because <laughs> I probably say words over and over again and don't even it. realize it. Um, but no, yeah, I feel like he's not. I feel like Nina's going to try to get him out. She may fail. He's going to be stuck for a little, but he's not going to go to jail, jail for it. Yeah. Um, and then I think Hank is going to wake up and have a whole Lots lot of, of revenge yeah. about, uh, about what's happened with the Warren family. I mean, so. I think Hank's 
definitely he was kind of a bigger part in this than he has been um i think definitely after seeing his talk with the lawyer and he's like what what do you want he's like i want justice so i think that was kind of a key conversation you know hank Mm -hmm. Hank wants revenge. Yeah. He does. Like, we always assumed, but he straight up said, I want justice. And I think that's just the beginning of him starting to get Hank's it. domination yes. on the Warren family. I'm kind of... Your I saw, boy, you're there excited was a, Well, there was a comment on our After Buzz last weekend. Yeah. Someone was like, you know, I on, honestly wouldn't mind if Hank does something to one of the family members. And I'm like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, you're going to go that far to the... I mean, Willa, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't want anything to happen to the family. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Hank, go for it. I mean, if he... He needs his revenge. Yeah. At this point, I feel like he thinks he has nothing to lose. Yeah. He's like, my life's already ruined. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to... Things are going to start coming out. Yeah. We're going to start seeing the so truth excited. of what happened with the framing of him and, you know, his revenge. Maybe that's going to be a plot. Hank's revenge. Hank's you know, revenge. title. The title show of one of the just, episodes. I'm obsessed with the show. So, I, until I next it. week, thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. And, you know, we love when you chat with us and leave us comments. Yes, and I love reading And we them. respond back them. and, you know, love to hear your ideas and your thoughts, too, as well, because, you know, this show it's only so much for us uh, to wrap yes, our brains around i love around. hearing other theories that yeah. i would have never thought of yeah. so so uh make sure to subscribe to us on youtube after buzz tv to give us a five-star rating on itunes we would love that and you know follow us on twitter instagram facebook love to hear your thoughts about things uh, i am your host nadine Delapella, and you can find me on social media everywhere at nadine dp and the number three and I'm Abby Vega. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and now Periscope oh, wow. at underscore Abby Vega. I love it. Periscope yes. shout out. Yes. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.